what's up? This is Elias from the band Nine Point, and you're listening to The Itch. You're listening to The Itch. My name is KC. My name is Dan. I'm Aaron. I'm Joey. <laughs> <laughs> and this week we are scratching the itch for a, a New Year's special. That's when we're planning to release this episode. You've heard of Christmas Eva. This year we got a bonus special that I've dubbed internally New Year's Evarella, as in Joey Varela of Varsity is joining us for the second time. So, Joey, welcome. We're happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. That is the most clever shit I've ever heard in my life. That blew my mind because we were talking to you about coming on and I was like, oh my gosh, we, we could do a New Year's episode and a Christmas Eve one. And then and then it's like his name is perfect for it. This is all right. That was what locked it. I was like, we got to get this in before 2023. <laughs> no one could ever come up with a like a funny thing to do with my last name because I guess my last name was like weird. And that was like so spot on. I, I, I was shook that you just said that. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> We try to be entertaining with stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> We're all about tradition. So come back next year. We'll do the same thing. You can. <laughs> yeah. Down. I'll talk twice as much shit next year. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, to start us off, we just wanted to thank you for being one of our favorites and being one of our most engaging artists on our socials. And we're happy to chat with you a second time to end the year. Yeah, thank you. Well, I mean, you guys are all cool as shit. So <laughs> I like, I like, you know, I like interacting with cool people. I've, I've done this, like I've, I've done, you know, lots, lots of these podcasts and I don't want to shit on anybody, but a lot of these people, <laughs> it's like, you know, kind of fucking boring. They just ask the same <laughs> questions. They they treat you like a job. It's just like, it's yeah. just a job. Right. It's like I have no connection with these people, but with you guys, it's just like a conversation. It's fun. I get to like, just be myself. So it's nice. And we appreciate you uh, saying that because that's what we strive for. <laughs> you guys yep. don't it. <laughs> we always refer to ourselves as semi-professional. So it's this idea of like, we want to be good enough at what we're doing that we don't come across as idiots, but we also aren't <laughs> stodgy or, you know, yeah, asking the canned questions or, you know, there there is that engagement. That's definitely always the goal. Somewhere between actual like professional journalists and just music fans. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I mean, somewhere in between a professional musician and a fan myself. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> there we go. I have that. Like, if you're not a fan of like what you do, it's kind of, it kind of gets, it's all lost after that, you know? Yep. That's fair. So, I wanted to first off start off by saying seeing you guys live was, was incredible. You guys put on one hell of a live show. You and the band were awesome. And so, I kind of wanted to ask a, a little bit more about the rest of the guys from the band. I, I know that they kind of, at least the guys that I'm familiar with have been your backing band for quite some time. Just wanted to kind of know, like, are, are they, are they more like a touring band for you or, or, or like, can you kind of explain that a little bit more? Yeah. So um, it, it's weird. Cause I think for, for most people, they would think it's just like a touring band. Cause I, I do like all of the writing and everything else. And so like the guys kind of just, I, they kind of just play what I write. They, they, they'll contribute a little bit, but for the most part, they just, you know, they, they play the things I write, but they've, they're like my best friends. Um, so I don't ever like treat them like touring musicians. I'm just like, this is just a band. It's just my, my job. I, I guess also cause this, this varsity is like my baby. Yeah. It's really cool with just letting me like 
take the reins and just go with whatever I want to do. So it's it started off where they were like touring musicians because, um, you know, I obviously, even though they were my friends, I wanted to make sure they worked for the band. But they've been like they're like super important to the band and they're just like super important to me as well. So it's not so much like a hierarchy or anything so much as just to everybody. Everybody likes the role that they have. You're the primary. Yeah. You're, you're the face, the voice, the primary songwriter. Yeah. It's yeah. weird because no one ever like we know what we're supposed to do. And yeah. we're just like, we're just going to have fun doing that. But and like I said, because this is my baby and they know like when I started this band, it was just me by myself. They're like, hey, you, you do your thing and we will follow you wherever you go kind of thing. You all seem to have really good chemistry. How long have you been playing with, with the other bandmates? And can you introduce them just to for the rest of our listeners? Yeah, sure. So uh, my bassist, Javi, he does bass and screams. And uh, he also does like backing clean vocals. Now, I pretty much grew up with him. I've known him since I was, I was like 10 or something like that. Nice. Wow. My guitarist, Paul, I've known him for about 12 years also. So he's not like, you know, not someone brand new to my life. Like, right. yeah. Uh, you know, I've also been friends with him and we've like in between me, him and Javi, we've watched each other go through like other bands and have always we've always been friends and kind of just like have been there for our our other bands and everything else. And then, you know, now we're all in the same band together. The only the only new person that uh, we just like recently met was my drummer, Beth. Uh, he's only been in the band for about two years, but it literally took him about like four days to literally just get used to being in this band. Nice. And the rest of history, like this dude, it, it was almost like he like he was meant to like be here with us or like we've known him forever. Like all of our personalities are so much the same that it just it all kind of just worked out. That's awesome. Side question out of that real quick. Does Javi do those vocals uh, on the studio recordings or just, or does that you and he just handles them live? It's, it's both me and him. So it's really weird. Uh, (laughs) Javi usually, see, this is where it gets into like like the band lets me do my thing. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Record a song and I'm like, Javi, I need screams and he'll come over and he'll do them. Um, But Javi's also like, he just likes to kind of do his own thing sometimes. So I'll be like, hey, Javi, I need you to come over and re-record something. And he just won't show up. And so I'll like, oh, <laughs> I will <laughs> like the vocals myself or just add them on. So it's it's both of us on the record. Um, okay. I walk home. Uh, I want to say most of it is him. If not, like maybe maybe equal. I, I can't even remember because I don't even listen to like that record that much anymore. I, what sick was me, closer was me. Those are the only two songs that I can think of on that record okay. all the time. Right okay. now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't listen to that record anymore, which is kind of sad. But <laughs> well, you, you know, you're 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 moving forward and thinking about the future yeah. that happens, which is yeah. a big part of what this conversation we're hoping to be, since it is kind of our wrap up for 2022 and looking into 2023. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of you, you just released some more new music, uh, "Welcome Home Part 3. and and actually, that's one reason why I was wanting to kind of understand the the, the band and, and Javi's role because, like, the song "The Goat" is is kind of a it's a heavy banger, and there's a little bit more screaming. So I was just curious, like, when you have a song like that, is is it a song that you have to consult with Javi first, or is it just like, no, this is exactly what I want right here, and and this is where you know this is how this I want this to sound. Yeah, so uh, Javi just kind of lets me do whatever I like I want. So if I'm, I'll, I'll show him the song sometimes, and uh, it'll be just like the skeleton, like the instrumental, no vocals. And he'll be like, "All right, uh, do you want screaming in the song?" And I'll be like, "Oh yeah, actually, I thought these parts <laughs> be like really good for screaming." 
But there are times where like I'll start singing and my ideas that like, completely go out the window because I'll have a different vision for the song. But once I start singing, I'm like, well, that doesn't really fit anymore. So I got to move things around and stuff like that. But uh, he's he's really flexible with where like put his vocals and everything else. Out. Right on. Sticking with uh, you're mentioning Welcome Home part part two and part three. When we spoke to you earlier this year, you had talked about how you had these songs in the can that you're hoping to end up on a deluxe edition of Welcome mm-hmm. Home. I'm presuming these are those tracks just ended up coming out in a, a different way than than that original plan. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. The goat actually was not a part of it. OK, so uh, there was another song that I wanted to be on the deluxe edition, uh, which was like still like not titled. And I just kind of when when it came down to like, oh, what songs we want to use? I, I was listening to them all. And then I wrote the goat like almost like brand new. I was like, oh, this is. I just wrote this new thing for like whatever else comes next. But then I was like, I really want to use this now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The only songs though, that were planned to be on like, I guess what would have been the, or what will be the deluxe edition is uh, the Spanish songs. Cause even dead and little miss doomsday, like I wasn't sure if I wanted to put those on it either. So there's still plans for a a deluxe welcome home, even with the further releases coming out. I don't know. Um, I, I don't honestly know because my right now I'm in this place where like my label's giving me like tons of freedom to do like whatever the hell I want. Yeah. And I have so many songs right now. Right. I, I want to start. <laughs> I want to do something different. Like I could keep putting out songs and then eventually put out this deluxe edition. But I'm like, ah, maybe I should maybe I should just put out new music and just start moving forward and everything else, you know? Yeah. The reason that that topic really is something that is intriguing to us. And we've had like internal discussions about it and like at this point in like how the music industry works, like deluxe editions are pretty common. Like they, it's almost, I'm not going to quite say expected, but yeah. they happen a lot where, oh, you know, yeah. A, yeah, six months, a year after the album's release, another version will come out with a couple extra tracks on it, whatnot. And so like on one hand, like it's cool to have like more rapid fire music coming out. On the other hand, you know, some people also say like they don't know how they feel about that because like, okay, you're kind of doubling down and making your fans pay for the same stuff again. Yeah. So whenever you put out the the EP versions of this, that struck me as just like, okay, here's a different way that one could go about that. And, and even making them like you say, part two and part three. So it's like, clearly these are, you know, pieces connected to, yeah, they're connected, yeah. but it's a whole different piece of work in, in its own way. Yeah. So that actually, this idea came up really random. So my label asked me, uh, they were like, Hey, do you want to do a deluxe edition? Um, Cause you know, it it's, it's a standard right now. Like, like you said, yeah needs it it's a boost for the record it's a boost for the numbers I'm like what do you want to do it and i was you know i told him is there like a different way we can do this and we thought about it for a bit and uh we ended up coming with the idea where it was like oh what if we put out just like two separate eps and they stand on their own and if people want to hear them together on a package we'll just package all that together yeah uh, this way we're not really making someone re-download like a whole deluxe edition or whatever else it's like you can either get it as a package or here's like these two separate things that you can get because i know some people uh, the Spanish songs are a little, they're not for everyone. Yeah. Uh, so I'm yeah. sure, you know, there's going to be some people's like, oh, I like all the record, but I don't like these Spanish songs. I have no idea what this guy's fucking saying. So I'm like, <laughs> an EP works because if you don't, if you don't want to hear that, now you don't have to. That's its own separate thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I will say like, I'm not, I don't know Spanish personally, but like, I, I did appreciate those versions of those songs because, you know, there's something about 
the the well Spanish language that just has more emotions in it sometimes and, and so I think for those particular songs it just worked really really well and the other thing is too is like there's not a, a lot of Latin representation in our rock community I think you and and Elias might be like one of the only ones I can think of off the top of my head <laughs> it's funny we spoke about that on tour I showed him this I showed him the songs and he, he he looked at me he was like this is like this is insane that you're like even doing this because they have a Spanish song yeah um, yeah Rabia always had yeah they've had plans of doing more but you know they're like you know the way things work with us like we're always on tour or doing something else so that we we want to keep it moving and we don't want to like halt like what we're doing to like stop and, and do a spanish song but there's always ideas and Elias like you know you just here you are like we're brand like your know, songs you're just like i'm just gonna sing over in spanish and i was like yeah <laughs> i think it's important i get asked a lot in person what my ethnicity is which i guess i don't look uh Spanish and Italian. I don't know because um, I never <laughs> look at myself. But when I tell people this, they're always like shocked. Um, yeah. Their first question is always, oh, well, can you speak like Spanish and Italian? And I'm like, yeah, I, I can. And I've always loved the language and I've always loved the music. And I just felt like that's that's something I've always wanted to do and just show people like, hey, there's this whole other side of me that you may not be familiar with. That'd be cool if I just showed you if you like it, you know, <laughs> fuck yeah, don't. That's cool, too, you know. And that, like Dan said, that's really cool to have that additional representation. And and for one side note to listeners, uh, highly recommend trying to learn a second language if you haven't. I'm in the pro, like I'm learning Spanish. I need to use. I want to go back and use your guys your songs, and feel like okay, can I pick up what's happening here, um, at my current level? <laughs> so here's the funny thing about it. I I've had a a couple of like our I guess our Spanish families listen to the songs and literally come back to me and tell me there's like, hey, love the songs none of this is the same and i'm like yeah it's a completely different story that was yeah that was gonna be my next question because when you're when you're translating the lyrics of something you can't keep the same rhymes you can't even keep the same like setup of where like a verb and a noun is in a sentence so like yeah, it's it, it's completely different so like if you were okay. to songs back to back like and you can like translate them it's 180 percent different and i've had people ask like oh why did you do that and i'm like well i had to certain words right. don't you know certain words don't sing well in in spanish or just doesn't those sentences don't make sense so i had to literally strip the songs and rewrite like what i wanted to say from beginning to end and then with like dig dig is actually my favorite uh dig is almost like it's it's literally a completely brand new thing oh wow it's like i had a lot of fun writing that because it's 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 just as like i guess it's just as like salty as like the first song but in a more <laughs> sad way in spanish which makes it so much better for me that was going to be my question was like, did you kind of just try to keep to the same spirit and like maybe a couple of the same like similar phrasings or was it like a completely fresh slate? Like I'm more or less writing 100% new lyrics wherever yeah. they go. Yeah. So uh, the only song that I got close to with like keeping it the same was uh, Sick. Closer was like very different. And then uh, Dig was like just entirely different. I actually also did a Spanish version of Shameless. Nice. That we didn't get to release because I I didn't think it sounded good. I, I did it and I was like, it it sounds it's decent, but it's not like it's not where I wanted it. So I was like, all right, so we're not going to use that. Yeah, but the good thing is you you create so much music, you can just wait till it's ready and release it whenever you want to. Yeah, I'm probably going to do that. I'm probably going to eventually go back to be like, all right, well, these are ready now. We can put these out. <laughs> <laughs> and what I think is cool is you got you have those if you if you're touring. Let's say you end up doing some kind of like South American tour or something like that. If you're touring, especially in any Spanish speaking country, like you've got those, you can bust out that adds like that extra level of connection to the audience. 
and yeah. that would be used to just hearing you know american bands coming in singing english dude here's here's something really funny we right before the tour we just did with uh saul we did a couple of headlining dates and so we just we were like oh we're gonna use one of the spanish songs like or we're gonna do it in half mm-hmm. uh, so we'll do like dig half english half spanish whatever blah, blah blah and people showed up to hear those songs in spanish which was the weirdest thing ever like i had people ask like oh my god are you gonna play this in spanish today or, or this and i'm like wait you want to hear that they're like yeah <laughs> oh shit like that's it was just weird to know that people would come out to see us and, and want to hear those songs yeah it's awesome though speaking of the touring we wanted to uh talk more about the tour with nonpoint as we've we've interviewed jason and francesca and also rob so <laughs> how did the the tour with with nonpoint go that was that was a learning experience um it was definitely my favorite tour of the entire just of everything we did i went into that tour really scared because i i've always i love non-point i've always listened to music but when when you're a new band you're kind of like afraid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're still learning and so i'm like oh there's there's definitely like rules to like touring at this level and all these other things and blah 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 and i was just so afraid that i'm like all right let's make sure we don't step on anyone's toes so we'll just play the set and be out of everyone's way and blah, blah, blah. But those guys, like, it was just so cool to be around them because they would teach us things. Like they would, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times, like I would do something on stage and Elias would like, after like a set, he'd be like, Hey man, you did this really cool thing today. And, and I was like, Oh, what thing? He'd be like, Oh, this thing. He's like, you should do that. And I'm like, Oh, you like that? And he was like, it like, he would literally tell me, he's like, I, I watch you. And I also watch the crowd mm-hmm. and see the things that the crowd reacts to. And there's certain things that you do so well that it gets a reaction on the crowd. He's like, you, you should do these things. Or like, we, we went to dinner one night, like both bands and uh, they were just giving us pointers on like our career and the industry and record labels and this and that. And I was like, damn, like I had no idea that that, that tour would be that much fun for me. And also just that much learning as well. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Jason's such a cool guy and, and Francesca's awesome as well. So i i love everyone on that team too yeah that that whole band and honestly like i met them back in 2009 when they came through st louis and and they just are such a down-to-earth group of people and they've remained down to earth even through all the years of of all their success that they've had um and and so that's that's really awesome that you got to connect with them and, and and they're it's it's awesome to hear that they're like such kind of like rock mentors and just making our rock community better just by helping bands kind of along the way. So that's just amazing. So surprising to me. Like the, like I, I, actually the person I was most afraid of was Rob. So Rob is like, we <laughs> <laughs> get that. Yes. Yeah. Rob is like super intimidating. Um, I think after like the third, the third or fourth day, like he would, uh, he would come up to me and he would start speaking to me in Spanish and I would, you know, I would speak back to him in Spanish and everyone was like, that's so weird. And uh, it was actually, it, uh, Rashid was the one who told me, he was like, oh man, if Rob was talking to you, Rob really likes you. Cause it's like, Rob takes a bit to warm up to everyone. Mm-hmm. He's already talking to you. He's like, that's, he's, <laughs> he's really like, I'm like, oh man, that's so cool. Like we started, we became friends and we started talking. And I, one of the nights Rob came off the bus and he was just like, yeah, man, he's like, can I talk to you? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, man, I just did a deep dive of like all your music and you, I want to hear all these songs tonight. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just so cool. Cause like, they're just, they're also so like humble for like a band. Right. Been doing it at that level for that long. I'm just like, Jesus, 
you would think they would have like some kind of like rock star complex or something like that, but yeah. they don't. They have none of that. Right. Well, that's what's so cool. And like you said, you're a fan of the music industry, but Rob totally is. Like, oh, yeah. he listens to everything. <laughs> he, he listens to every goddamn thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. See, I, I'd never even thought about really the idea of what happens when you pair, you know, an artist that's been around for 20, 30 years with someone who's who's newer on the scene, comparatively speaking. Um, we had we spoke with the guys from Taipei, Houston, uh, a little while back, and they had a similar story about uh, like a very established band that took them on the road and was kind of giving them pointers on how to, you know, how to manage yourself whenever you're traveling and stuff like that, because it had been the first time that they had done that themselves. That's just such a cool thing to to see. And I'm a huge advocate of like this, like multi-generational touring, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's- it's definitely an interesting place to be because you as a young man you never expect anyone to want to teach you anything because mm-hmm. the one thing i learned in this industry as shitty as it's going to sound is that like no one wants you everyone says they want you to succeed but no one will fucking help you mm. yeah say it and then they'll just disappear so for there to actually be someone who's like oh i want to see you guys succeed and i'm going to help you guys i'm going to teach you guys things and give you all this knowledge that's going to help you in the future is like it's a really crazy thing yeah so how was uh touring with Saul we've also spoken with Blake before as well on our show he was one of our first yeah that tour was different only because that was more like it was like friend tour like buddy tour (laughs) from day one we're just like well we're only out for like two weeks and it's in the winter Mm -hmm. Um, we also didn't both bands we expected like very little turnouts to all of these shows because we're just like well it's in the winter you know christmas is coming up and everything else we'll just we'll take what we can get but let's just have fun and surprisingly enough that tour was like fucking crazy like (laughs) some shows i was like holy shit this is like insane and also that band is like they're ridiculously good live yeah we have not had the pleasure of seeing saw live yet but we we would love to get a chance to do so soon dude they are so good i remember them the the very first night they started playing and I was like, holy shit, this is, it's almost like I'm listening to the record, like straight from Spotify. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Literally almost went out to after set. I'm like, all right, you guys backtracked everything, right? You pieces of shit. Like that was, <laughs> good. That was way too good to be real. <laughs> that's awesome. So at, at this time, it doesn't appear that there's any kind of plans for Varsity beyond Shiprock. Do you have any insight when the next tour is happening or possible tour mates? <clears throat> um, God, there's so many tours we started talking about for next year and some festivals and things like that um nothing solid yet there was like i don't even know if i want to speak about it because i don't want to jinx it <laughs> we understand it's a tough question to figure out how to answer we <laughs> not even jinx it, but there was there's there's a lot more touring lined up for next year than there is for this year because of our release schedule okay, okay. that's awesome awesome and so i understand that the band varsity is not necessarily playing on Shiprock, but you're going to be on there correct yeah, so uh, we're not playing this year, but I'm going just to vacation. However, so Dropbox Kings is playing on, on Shiprock. Mm-hmm. Their manager, Larry, is also uh, about what well, he's about to be our manager. Mm. We went through a manager change recently. And uh, so he's going to be on it with them. And uh, he just kind of came up with this idea where he's like, well, if you're going to be on the, sh- you know, on the ship and my band's going to be on the ship, he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work you. So <laughs> 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 it's going to be fun. There's like there's a bunch of varsity fans on the ship also going. And so I decided I was like, hey, one of the one of the days that the the boat docks, like what if 
we just like rented like a space and I threw like a varsity party. Like we just all go hang out and do some like something crazy. So it, it's going to be fun. I'm going to I'm pretty much going on vacation, but I'm also, you know, working because if there are fans of if, of yours there, it's always work. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you, you still want to even though I'm not performing. I want people who like know my music and like want to hang out with me to be happy that they met me and they got to hang out with me and everything else, you know? Yeah. You know, is this being your second time around, is there anything that you're looking forward to or any kind of particular band that you're looking forward to seeing? <sighs> I don't know, man. I, this year was a blur. Cause I was like drunk all day. i watched every band. But I was, cause you, you just wake up in the morning on the ship. It's like 9am and everyone's just like drinks, drinks, drinks. Isn't it? <laughs> I really want to see Bad Omens again. Uh, mm-hmm. I just saw them recently with Dayseeker, and that was an experience, dude. Like mm-hmm. that band, crazy. Um, I've also never seen Fallen in Reverse, and so I really, really want to see them. I know the guys in Wage War are playing, and like Memphis Me Fire, and I, I know the dudes in Memphis. So I don't know. I think there's a bunch of bands I want to see. I just can't think of them off the top of my head because I'm trying to, I'm trying not to make a list of bands I want to see because then if I miss one, then I'm. I'm <laughs> off so <laughs> there you go he's just waiting to be in the moment i'm gonna get to what i can get to yeah yeah once yep. i get on the ship i'll look at the schedule and be like this is what i'm watching today yep there you go yeah <laughs> you know i have i have one request i don't know if you did any karaoke the last time where you're on the boat but uh I, I don't know if you're planning on doing any karaoke at all but i was gonna hopefully if you do i want to meet up with you and, and uh hang out with you hang out and uh, do some karaoke together It'd be hilarious dude <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a lot of karaoke this year. Awesome. I do have one request if, if just because your voice is amazing and I would love to hear you sing Prince's kiss. Ooh. (laughs) Do you think they'll they'll know that on a ship? Cause there's, so I know there's two, I don't know. uh, I think they're doing two karaoke things this year. There's a live karaoke band. Right. And then there's like regular karaoke. I know um, some of the dudes who run the karaoke thing. So I could just ask, but Hey, could you get this (laughs) instrumental? Just like, just (laughs) And it's just, it'll just be exclusive to me. I was just, <laughs> it would be amazing. I would, I would record the shit out of that. I was going to say, <laughs> if, if you guys do karaoke together, you, somebody better be recording that way. Yes. <laughs> we need to see that. <laughs> yeah. That's Dan's, awesome. Dan's super excited. He was bummed last year because we interviewed a bunch of people that were on the ship, including eventually yourself and oxymorons, Eve under fire, but uh, he could not make it. He's excited to make up for it this year. <laughs> I, I got the COVID last time, but this time I'm boosted and ready to go. Party hard this year. That's all that matters. Yes. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. I want to go into something that we've been working on, our top 20 albums of the year. Uh, it's most of what our group chat has been for like the last month. <laughs> and um, So I know I wanted to, to throw that out there. You just mentioned a couple artists who you mentioned seeing Bad Omens and Dayseeker together. I know we've been back and forth a little on Instagram talking about a little about Dayseeker. Uh, I know we mentioned that he is legend album that came out earlier. I'm curious to what, what your, some of your favorite albums of the year are. Um, including some of those probably. <laughs> I God, uh, I love, so my, my top album of the year is a Dayseeker record. Um, mm-hmm. that's something about that record just hits. Like, I don't, I know it's different from the last record, but it's just, it's such it's it's such a ride. Like listening to that record, I'm just like, God, this is all like great music. Um, nothing more's record this year was like crazy. Um, I actually just I I've been into them for a while, but I really got into them this year, and that that brand new record was wild. The Bad Omens record is great. Mm. 
I believe uh, Sleep Token put out the record at the beginning of this year also. I think it was this year. Um, and that's like, again, another one of like my top records. I can't really think of any other records like off the top of my head right now. Sure. No, you're good. Yeah, that's plenty. <laughs> we've been, yeah, I said we've been listening to a lot of stuff. You mentioned um, the last time we spoke about how, you know, Welcome Home, the stuff you've been putting out was like the most personal stuff that you'd released to that point. And so when I think of that Dayseeker album, I'm like, this song is literally about like life and death, you know, this, these changing of seasons in Rory's life. And like, you don't get too much more personal than what he's singing about in there. And so I can totally see why that that is appealing to a large group of people. Like yeah, it's that record is just so raw. Like I, I listened to it the first time. I remember listening to it the first day and I just kind of skimmed through it. And I was like, oh, there's a lot of slow songs on this. Mm-hmm. I was like, whatever, I'll just I'll come back to it later. Um, and I, like a couple of days after that, like I listened to it like just overnight, like while I was just like working. And I remember thinking like I, I paused at every song and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the record, I'm just like, what the hell? maybe maybe not related to that is there anything you've been listening to this year that you feel like you're taking ideas or inspiration from in particular for like the next stuff that you're working on for varsity um doesn't have to be new music per se either but i yeah i listened so uh when i was writing all the new stuff i listened to like a lot of old stuff like i listened to like a lot of old thrice and like hmm. tones and just a bunch of different things like i just I don't know when I was writing the stuff that we're going to put out for next year, it was, I was kind of like in a different headspace and I was like, every band is doing something like super original right now. Or like, at least my favorite bands are. Um, and I just wanted to do something different. I was like, where could, what could I do? That's a little different for us that people wouldn't expect. So I just, I just listened to like a bunch of older stuff. Right on. You can't really go wrong if you got, you know, Deftones in your ear. I mean, it's like, no, you, you can literally go, you can do no wrong if you listen to that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. There's universal quality there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you mentioned, you know, the stuff that's coming out this year and kind of how the touring schedule will be sort of connected to that. I don't want to ask you to reveal anything that's it's not ready to be revealed yet, but do you have a and I think you might have touched a little bit on this on the social somewhere before. Uh do you have a ballpark idea of when the next the next varsity uh material will be coming out? Here is what I know. So I started writing a brand new record a couple of a couple over the summer. I wrote about twenty two songs or something like that. I think we 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 picked like the the best fifteen or like our favorite fifteen. Yeah. Um, our release schedule this year is really interesting because it it started off as a record, but like I said earlier, like my label was like being really lenient with stuff. Like they asked me, I was like, "How do you want to put this out?" And which was like a shocking question. I was like, "Wait, what do you mean?" And they're like, "Well, what do you want to do with it?" Um, and you know, I told him, I was like, I, you know, it'd be sick if I didn't do a fucking record at all. If yeah. I just music whenever I felt like it and didn't speak about a record, didn't do whatever, like it, it eventually will be packaged into yeah. a record. Yeah. But I want it to be more like, you know, just here's a bunch of music like coming out as, as it goes. Um, I want to start putting things out by March. Okay. The record is like pretty much done. There's like an industry shutdown now. So no one does anything now. Mm. I want to make sure that for this record, though, like I get like visuals in order and everything else, because the last record was kind of rushed with that. Um, and it's because we're a new band. Like, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I'm just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> well, one or two music videos for these songs or, the, or these other songs. But the the songs that I've that I've worked on now are so like they're so important to me that I'm like, I these songs deserve videos. And so I need to do like I need at least like nine music videos. Like I want all of these to have this, all these to have that. And um so we're, we're kind of working it out right now. We're working out like 
the whole like branding and everything for it. Cause it's, it's, it's hard when you're not putting out a record, when mm-hmm. you put out a record, you give the record a title and then some artwork. And then you're like, all right, so we sprinkle some singles and then record bam. But when you're trying to do something that I'm doing now, you're like, every song has to mean something. Yep. And yeah. if, it, if, it, if it doesn't, then there's no point in putting it out. So so you're in the middle of a, it's a whole sea change in like how music is released and how the industry works. And we've another thing we've talked about a lot this year. Like I've seen bands like Saint Asonia or Soft Cold is another one that I like that they they released like a pair of EPs staggered and then put them into an album collected at the end. Or actually, one of the ideas that were brought up to me, and I'm like, I would even be down to do that. I just yeah. don't want. I feel like Welcome Home was a good record, but. And if I'm being fair and honest, it was kind of lost. Um, we're too much of a new band to put out a record. Hmm. Hmm. The way people listen to music nowadays, uh, we put out our record in January. By April, it was already dying. I'm like, the, no one cares anymore. There's so yeah. many records that came out. This is like, it's not really fucking worth anything anymore. And uh, that was one of the things I brought up to the label. And surprisingly, they kind of agreed. They was like, yeah, you know what? Uh, that might be right i'm like yeah when we get to like the plot and use level we can put our records whenever the fuck we want but until then i don't think <laughs> yeah no you know? that's no, great yeah. yeah i agree with that i mean i think you know falling in reverse is kind of following that model right now if you think about it they had two of the biggest songs of the year and no right you know no ep no record that's mentioned like it's just zombified and um voices in my head and that's literally all they did and yet they're one of the most popular bands of the year Dude, it just you just you just need good songs, good visuals, and a great marketing team. Like yeah. you have to like care about your music, and that's and I I think that's the thing about records nowadays that doesn't doesn't translate with the audience we have nowadays. Like most people won't sit and listen through a whole record, or they mm-hmm. will a times and then just not do it again. And it, it like the songs, there are songs that like mean things to you, like on Welcome Home. Like one of my favorite songs is We Always. And that song didn't get a video or didn't get anything. And so I was like, well, that shot, the song is just like fucking done. Cause now it's not even, if, if, if there's no attention on the song, then people aren't even going to know that the song, like they'll skip over it or whatever. And it's not one of my favorite songs of yeah. So with yeah. this, I really want to do like, I want to do more to make sure like everything feels like it's, it's worth it. Yeah. So like, you know, if you're doing that record or that today, you'd be like, all right, I'm going to set aside. We always, so make sure it gets its own spotlight in its own time instead of being kind of buried in this, in the album. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What I actually started doing was I started re-putting out older songs. <laughs> I started, uh, I started filming myself doing like little like vocal takes and everything else or the videos and everything else and putting it back out. And the songs like shameless is uh, what, like two years old now. We put mm-hmm. that out in 2020. Um, I put shameless on TikTok and it, this year, and it kind of like blew up. And I was like, people started listening to Cloud City. And I <laughs> went up to like my team. I was like, this is the one good thing that came out of this entire thing. People don't listen to records, but now they do listen to songs. So songs they may have missed two years ago. If we think they're good, we can just keep pushing that. Because mm-hmm. now has heard that song. And it it's weird because I put out Shameless and Shameless started taking off on TikTok. And then it ended up becoming like our most streamed song and everything else. And the label was like, holy shit, that like, this like actually is a thing. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think records matter anymore. It's just about how much attention you put into a song. Yeah, and as, as much as I agree with that, it, it does sadden me as somebody that used to always look forward to those records and buy the the full records. But I, I do agree with you because, you know, in the way that the record is with the whole the music industry is right now, like 
once that album is released, like everybody's just done with it. They're on to the next thing. And so it's unfortunate, but I do agree. And I, I actually like releasing singles at a time because then you get to focus on that one single, let it, you know, live its, its uh, life mm-hmm. out, so yeah. to speak, before you, you move on to that next single. And so I, I actually like the way that you're going. I think that's just kind of, it seems appropriate as the way the music industry is going to. Dude, it's also like weird. Cause like I, I like I'm I love doing this for me, but I I also hate it because I'm also a big record guy. Like I <laughs> yeah. I love the feeling of like having a record and just being like, oh, this record dropped today. I gotta when I get a couple of like you know a thirty minute, forty minute block of time, so I'm just gonna listen to the whole shit from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I love stuff like that, but you know that's like very not it's rare nowadays where people want to listen to a whole record yeah i think you're, yeah i think what you're going to see going forward more and more often is something in the vein of what you're talking about is like you know throughout a year or a couple of years or whatever we're going to release songs here and there kind of as we want and then like rather than necessarily like an album that was made at the same time and all fits together you might have things that are more like compilations where it's just like it's an it's an album full of the stuff that was released in x period of time yep. like leading up yeah yeah, it's exactly what I feel is going to happen. But I mean, whatever, as long as music is coming out, right? Right. It's fine. Right, yeah, right, I, right, I'm, right. Not, I'm not complaining. It's just a very fascinating yeah. to see the way the industry is moving and, and changing how things are released and consumed. Yeah, it's different now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing's for sure. Welcome Home will be on our top 20 list, collective list, as we compile that right now. There you <laughs> go. You know, it's weird. I, I have a bunch of like friends who like uh, started putting together top records. Mm-hmm. and these are just like actual like friends of mine and um uh last week we i hung out with a couple of people we went to a bar and we were just talking about like music and they were like oh our records for this year and one of my friends literally uh turns around looked at me he's like they don't welcome home come out this year and i'm yeah. like <laughs> well it's january yeah what yeah. yeah yeah right <laughs> see that's part of that's yeah. part of like, what's weird about the industry i'm like our record came out so early in the year that most people have forgotten it was a record of this year. Yes. I'm like, it, it, it is what it is. But I mean, that's at the same time, we're also so small. I don't expect anyone to know our shit anyway. So anyone who's like, oh my God, welcome home is my favorite. I'm like, well, you're fucking crazy. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be somewhere it's, on our top 20 list yeah, for sure. It's on my list. I'll, I'll be modest and say it's not my uh, not my top album, but it's definitely oh, on my top 20. My top album of this year. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably a good place to be where you don't you don't put your own album as number one. I don't know. I don't know what how I feel if somebody actually did say that about their own thing. <laughs> you know Sometimes I think about that and I'm like, I would love to put my record above other records. <laughs> I'm a fan. I never I don't even count my record as like something that should be up there. Like when someone asks me, it's like, oh, what's your favorite song on your record? I'm like, I don't have one. <laughs> it's not my job. Right, <laughs> right. Know to like have a favorite song on this i just i feel like it's selfish <laughs> yeah, yeah we get that, that makes sense that makes sense <laughs> we did have a quick question on um, the the art of the welcome home is that a specific like somebody's room or you just create that <laughs> no so we had i hired a photographer his name is portland to do like some of the artwork for uh the record and um we had all these different ideas and I kept shooting ideas of what I wanted. He, one of these days he was like, dude, he's like, what you want is like actual photos. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm just giving <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I think I, I, I know a place that all of those photos are from the same place though. Okay. It's like, and in place in Jersey or some shit like that. Hmm. 
Um, and he was like, I think I know what to do. And he went out, took the photos and came back with it like a couple of days later. He was like, what do you think of these? And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love things like that. I love shit like that. Yeah. So did yeah. he just like go to some like abandoned house and take random pictures or like are those people's houses that he knew? Like, oh, I, I have no idea. I, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't ask questions. You just <laughs> yeah, like I know what to do. So I'm like, you do your thing, man. Don't go to. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. We got the last section here. Typically we do. We called them rapid fire. We got to change that name because they're usually not very rapid. <laughs> um, and then. And due to uh, time constraints and because you've already answered most of those questions, we kind of wanted to just wrap this up by uh, sort of it's a two parter is what I have here. So gotcha. the first part is and you kind of went into detail about this earlier. How would you summarize your 2022 for Joey and for Varsity? Uh, my personal 2022, like personally for Joey was absolute shit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm so um and I don't mean shit like everything is bad. Like it's just it's not bad. It's boring. Okay. My life outside of varsity, I I started to hate it. I started to resent it this year for like the first time in my life. And it's because I'm so I'm so like into what I'm doing right now, like with varsity, that when I'm not doing it, I'm fucking bored with everything else. And it's the weirdest thing because I've never felt that way before. Cause I, I always did the band and like I would have like, you know, my friends and jobs and everything else. But now like I'm so into like what I'm doing because I'm like, oh, this is going somewhere and I'm having fun and I'm meeting people and I'm I, my production is getting better and all these different things. So personal life was shit. Um, it just whenever I wasn't doing varsity, I was like, this this sucks. Like I need to be back on tour. <laughs> but varsity though, it was a really, really, really good year. It was really surprising as well because we got off of. I mean, we were on tour from like January to pretty much June straight, um, starting from Shiprock, which. Something I didn't even think we could do when we got our train schedule. We were like, oh, yeah, we'll do a couple of tours. And then we saw the dates and I'm like, holy shit, we're only coming back like a week at a time. And then we're back out and it was new for us. But we, you know, we like doing it. So we did it. It was cool. We had the summer off to do the record, which was nice. Um, and then I just did a bunch of songs. And then the moment I was done, the label was like, OK, cool. You can do some headliners. You're going to go do like the Saul tour, everything else. I'm like, cool, right back to work. So for Varsity, it was a great year. For me, it was like, it was a good year, but more just like bored as shit. <laughs> we can honestly relate to that because uh, all of us have other jobs other than this podcast. And as the podcast, you know, this year we interviewed 20, 22. I think you're the 22nd yep. person that we've interviewed this year. So yeah, it, it's, I feel you on that because as we interview more and more and get more into the podcast thing, it's just like, I realize my real life job sucks ass. <laughs> Dude, the more like the deeper you get into something and when you're not doing it, you're just like, this doesn't feel like me anymore. Yeah. yeah. So that's our goal in 2023 is to, uh, <laughs> is to try to do this podcast thing, you know, full-time, hopefully get uh, some sponsors or something like that going. But what are you, what are you hoping to see for yourself happen or and varsity for in 2023? Um, I don't know. I, I, I try not to think about those things. I had, I had a, I had like a team meeting the other day and <laughs> the question, the main question was from my booking agent. He was like, well, how much do you want to tour this year? And I was like, all year. <laughs> yeah. there you go and yep. he literally was like are you sure and i'm like no i'm i'm fucking serious like yeah. <laughs> whatever this year, i would love to do triple of it but i like to work like i yeah i know the position we're in and then the industry is a scary place the way it is now 
if you're not moving a lot, your band will be forgotten. And I'm so afraid of that that I'm like, I, I want to work. Like, put me to work. Put me on whatever interviews you want, whatever podcast you want, whatever fucking tours you want. I don't care. Just have me always moving and always working because I don't want to be still. So that's, I just want to be, for 2023, I just want to be busy. Yeah. Fair enough. Awesome. Well, we would love to have you back anytime you want to to talk about anything. Yeah, if you, <laughs> if you feel like nobody's talking about your band, then just come on. We'll talk about them. That's for sure. <laughs> really quickly before we go off uh i had told my label that i sent like the songs um to you guys like before they released um because that was all like unauthorized shit yeah 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 they they had no fucking clue i just <laughs> two weeks before the songs came out i was like i'm sending these out to people yep. and just started doing it and um when i told them they was like oh well, we got like some like emails back from these people like oh yeah well, these songs are great like we, we want to play this on like this station that station like oh. <laughs> have that music and i straight up was like i gave it to them <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I, I got tired of making people wait for these things and i'm like i have friends and other people in the industry that i'm like oh let me just give it to my friends and just at least see what they think about it and get some ears on it or whatever and yep I think I'm probably going to do more of that. There's probably next year. Also, I, I forgot to mention, this. I'm probably going to leak a lot more of my shit. Because <laughs> now that I know I can get away with it, I'm just going to do it all the time. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, plus, yeah, you, you, I, you got people playing it. I mean, if somebody was coming back saying, hey, we want to play this on the radio station. Well, shoot. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> before the songs dropped, I think uh, Dead was on like four or five radio stations. And the court was <laughs> another three or four. Nice. And everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, yeah, I told them they could. I was like, yeah, just wait till here and I just play it and I don't care. Well, we didn't le- we didn't leak it, but we uh we were happy that you thought of us to to hear it. <laughs> yeah, once, once these the next batch of songs like officially finished, like you're probably you guys are probably gonna be the first ones to hear it to them. But hey, listen, I got like this hundred songs. You guys want to listen? To them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll listen to them, man. Yeah, I I would love it. That was such an honor, by the way, uh to to be able to hear some music before it came out. And then, yeah, I didn't know, like, if I was supposed, I didn't, we, you know, now that we know, next time we'll definitely leak it and play it on the radio as soon as possible. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not a musician, but I've always wanted to be like a, like a, some type of producer, like program director in terms of, of helping people like compile and organize structure, stuff like that. You send over a bunch of music and be like, help help me find five for an ep i will give you some ideas <laughs> i will I, I am not even joking <laughs> I, I just like sending people things like i well not everyone obviously but like there's yeah, yeah. Well, like like you guys like i trust i just get like vibes off people and i trusted you guys i'm like i could send you guys like music and like they'll listen to it and like appreciate it and stuff like that did, yeah. some people that i won't send shit to though because i'm like nah 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 i don't trust <laughs> <laughs> I, just get ex- I get excited I'm still excited about being a musician and being in a band and like the band is moving. And so whenever I get something new, I'm like, shit, I got to share this. Like I need someone else. I need someone else to feel as excited about this as I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we definitely chose right. We are super excited. And uh, you, you just, you know, your contributions and your friendship has uh, led you to make my wall of fame. I don't know if you've noticed that, but yeah, yeah, it's my varsity shirt. And... <laughs> definitely on there of all the bands that we've interviewed and, and met live personally. So I, I truly appreciate our experiences together. And uh, it, yeah, if you want to continue to send us music, I'm definitely not going to decline that. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> you guys would definitely be the first to hear new music. I'll probably send you guys the weirder songs first. There you go. There you go. <laughs> actually one song specifically called black and bloom. This song is literally like a Deftone song. It's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a weird timing and a weird, this and a weird that, but it's like, <laughs> 
stupid heavy but like really soft singing and i'm like all right cool once that's done i'm probably gonna be like all right listen to this shit did i make a mistake right <laughs> that's awesome dan's definitely looking forward to hanging with you on Shiprock, checking out some bands yes. yeah 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 it's yeah. gonna be a good time <laughs> we ho- we hope we hope everyone out there has a wonderful New Year's Eve Arella. <laughs> and a safe a safe New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yes, yes. So sick. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for joining us, Joey. We appreciate your time. Appreciate having you back on the show. And thank you for everyone for listening. We are the Itch Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. And I'm Joe. <laughs> I nailed it this time. Bam! Got it. <laughs> Until next time, enjoy music. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks. I T C H R O C K S. <laughs> Nice. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you very much. No, nah, do you think this is probably the last podcast of the year? I'm gonna I'm gonna end it with you guys and be like, that was my year. <laughs> there you go. That's the same thing we're doing. Like we said, this yes. is literally the last, you know, if it comes out on December 31st. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're wrapping I, our year up. I kind of I had this thing in my head where I'm like, this is why when you guys like, oh, Tuesday, this Tuesday work, I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Because after this, I'm not taking any more of anything. Yeah. I had actually told my label that they was like, oh, do you want to work like for the rest of the year? And I'm like, ah, I got a couple things lined up and I'm going to end with the itch. And then that's it. I'm just going <laughs> to do anything else until like January rolls around. Once it does, probably going to start up again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate awesome. it. I hope, hope you have a, a good Christmas, a good holiday uh, you mm-hmm. know, break. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Same to you guys. Thank All you. right. Thank you very much. We'll uh we'll let you know when this is out and uh Dan will see you in a in about a month. <laughs>